This episode of Nobody's Listening Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost Hosting. Unlimited space, unlimited hosting, unlimited bandwidth. Check out the hosting company that your favorite podcast uses, nlcast.com slash bluehost. Also by the West Side of Mars podcast with Drew and Melvin. Comedy so weird, it ain't from Earth. Check it out today, nlcast. Check it out today, westsideofmarspodcast.com. Today's episode is dedicated to Anna Silva, Ransom Christofferson, Tamara Selleck, and Janusz Streespeck. This show's for you guys. I have a bad feeling about this. Nobody's listening. Where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, 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 hey! This is nobody's listening. The show where we tell funny life stories, yours and ours. Episode one ninety six, brought to the week of June fifth, two thousand twelve. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and with me, as always, is the illustrious John Steinklopper. How you doing, John? Wow, I'm feeling rather illustrious right now. Dude, I, I got to look that up because the word lust is in there, and um, e-lust is a bad thing, my pastor says. So, uh, But it's ill-lust. Oh, not e-lust. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. It's ill-lust, so that probably means something good. You know, probably. speaking of e, you know, the new thing is i, everything, iPod, iPad, i yes. don't have any money now. Um, but uh, I know. 10 years ago, it was e. E-harmony, email, e-business, e-commerce. E-computers. E E-coli, you know. Yeah. E-PCs. E-PCs. Yeah. I wonder what's, so what, what's the next letter? Well, before that, it was Z. You're an X. You remember X-stream and X- Oh, yeah. This and that. I don't know what's next. Probably P. I'm guessing P. I'm going to vote for P. Not, 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 not R-D. I, I would vote for it. Like, if it comes up to a, a vote, I'll say P over any other letter. Yeah, that is one of my favorite letters besides J. I don't like... I like R. Yeah? Um, it's like P with a leg. <laughs> P with a kickstand. It's a kickstand's yeah. down. <laughs> so it doesn't fall over. <laughs> P looks top heavy. <laughs> uh, R is P with a skirt on. That's really what it is. Oh. Uh, we were talking about letters today, actually, in the car with my kids. Uh, not today, the, the other day, um, like it matters. And uh, m- one of my kids is four, the other one is seven. And so the conversations go from mildly intelligent to absolutely indiscernible, you know, by human logic, depending on who I'm talking to. But my daughter was asking about cursive letters and, and you know, the, the similarities. And I remember, you know, in third grade, trying to learn to write in cursive. And uh, how mm-hmm. different some of the letters were, and so she was she was asking me, you know, where's the curse of E? And I'm like, that thing's evil. It's the devil letter because <laughs> there's like seventy loops in that sucker. And then she was trying to find J, obviously because Jenna, you know, her first name. And that's another one, man. I it it absolutely bears no resemblance to the real letter whatsoever. X is another one, or Z. T. Z. Yeah, T is a is a drastic little. Heifer. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, and Z is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Cursive, man, as soon as they told me, I mean, we learned it. You know, I, I practiced. I remember filling out pages and pages of E's, capital E's, because yeah. I was terrible at them. And as, and as soon as I got in, like, fourth grade, they said, you don't have to do it anymore. You can, I, I was gone, back to print. That's, yeah, because they couldn't read kids' cursive. And the only cursive I use is for my signature. Cursive? Oh, see, I don't even do that, man. I got a nice print sig. That you can read James, and then it goes kid and there's just a line that goes yeah. out. Kid is my last name, so good luck spelling that. Um, but no, <laughs> cursive man, I, I thought it was for girls. Cursive it looks like a girly language, but um, now that I'm old and wise, I also realize it's it is a lazy, it's a lazy thing. You don't have to pick up your dang pen as many times. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have hand cancer because I gave up cursive. <laughs> you didn't exercise your hands enough. No. Uh, picking up my hand 500 times because I'm printing instead of cursive. Your hand got obese. All I can say is... Because you didn't write cursive. Cursive has the word curse in it. So uh, it's going to be my thing today. If anything has a subtext, it's going to be because it has a word in it. 
It's cursive. Cursive and 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 uh, illustrious. I've done it twice now. We always start <laughs> with an opening song, and today is no exception. This is submitted to us by Blackout Girl. It's a song by the Zambonis, an oldie but a goodie. It's called Hockey Monkey. Check it out. Okay. All the scientists are running around looking for the monkey, but he can't be found because he's down by the pond playing hockey with the kids. It's a great song. And all the mothers are running around yeah. looking for the children, but they can't be found because he's down by the pond playing hockey with the monkey. Yes, he is. And it's hockey, hockey. my new favorite song. It's, it is? National Guard is running around looking for the monkey. Well, they're talking about scientists and the National Guard looking for this monkey. This is a sci-fi song, secretly. He's totally playing hockey. Yeah, it's a genetically enhanced government secret escape monkey. Down by the pond, though. That's well... There's two ways to interpret this. Um, well, hold on. I'll let the song finish. Yeah, ice hockey with a monkey. I mean, there's so many things to say about it, but I will just... I will just say this, that um, there's two interpretations. One is this is a monkey that's playing hockey with children on the ice. And then the darker side of me says, well, hockey also has an alternative meaning. And it also goes well with monkeys because uh, people say bull hockey and bull hockey. Oh. Hockey in that context is replaced you know, by the word crap or you, know, you can yep. think of darker words. Um, so is the monkey playing hockey with the kids, throwing poo? At oh, children. Th- oh, yes. That's well, my... Wait a second. Sometimes you drop the kids off at the pool. At the hockey rink. Maybe he's playing hockey with the hockey, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I actually I just thought of a new thing. I mean, if there was a way to freeze a bowl of toilet water, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be Why? a great trick to play on somebody. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. That would be funny. Hey, man, I can't flush it because the toilet's stuck. <laughs> it's frozen. It's something. It's driving really? the kids off the toilet rink. I mean, the, por- the porta <laughs> potty. I don't know. A little Zamboni running around on the toilet. Service, <laughs> service <laughs> of the water. Weird. Hate playing hockey in this rink. It's so crappy. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. It's time for uh, some of these. Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. Okay. Um, weekly, yes. Weekly updates. Right. Uh, like mine, it. mine is a weekly update from actually a few weeks ago when I had the opportunity to go to my local AMC theater and enjoy thirteen plus hours of uh, every Marvel movie leading up to uh, the Avengers. It was a I'm big so jealous. I was it really was fun. It really was. Um after I got in a theater, okay, and I'll be telling that story in just a minute. The story of getting in the theater was horrible. But once I got in there it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um but during one of the intermissions, they because they give us about 30 minutes between each show, and you know, it was definitely time to go take a pee break. And um I, I went in there and I'm at the stall and, and I'm I'm checking on stock quotes and I'm reading things and you know all the stuff that you do at a at a at a porta pot or a john yeah. on the wall. Yeah, no, everything but going to to pee. But no, uh, I noticed a guy next to me. Um, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I, I, I not not anything you know inappropriate, but I I noticed because he oh. walks up and he had a kilt on, he had a kilt. No way. And a kilt, man. He's just one of those kilt wearing guys, you know. It's just that Wait, that kind of geek, you know. That wears a kilt. The kind of kilt like you'd see at at um, Dragon Con, you know, like the black fancy kilt. Yes. Like it, a- yeah, plaid with pleats, and there was stuff hanging off it, you know, and and inside it. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> I had so many questions for this guy. 
I, well, while we were peeing, I've never wanted to talk to a dude in the bathroom before. <laughs> but I wanted to ask him so many questions. And I wanted to look. I wanted to look because I got, I just, I had this question. Because as he pulled up to the stall, I noticed <laughs> there was a button and a zipper fly. Okay. <gasps> Okay, what? and that broke my mind a little bit because I had I, I wanted to look down and answer the question, did he lift it or did he unbutton and unzip and drop it? That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to know, and I couldn't look because that's against my, you know, you know that's against yeah, that's, everything that's I against stand for as a husband and father who's attracted to females, um, and I didn't want to give him the wrong <laughs> impression there. Um, but I wanted to ask him, and I and I I didn't. And then even afterwards, we we're at the same. We're we're next to each other at the sink, washing our hands. And I was like, I need to ask him because it will make a great stinking story. It will finish <laughs> off my weekly update. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Oh so man, I didn't do it. And um, all I can say is, somebody out there, listen to the show. You've worn a kilt, and and surely you know it has a button fly. You got to tell me. What do you do? What do you do? I try to think of what I would do. And I would probably be so indecisive that I would pee myself because I would have <laughs> I would have to wear underwear. I would have to underneath my kilt. Because <laughs> that's the other question is, is there anything under there? That's that's the age oh, old question. No, you can't ask that to a guy. No, ever. I'm not. I don't even want. I, I, I just want to assume there is personally. I just want to assume that there's there is um, some underwear under there. And uh, so I would be wearing them. And so lifting and then dropping, that would be very awkward for me, you know, because there'd be stuff yeah. on top and underneath. And there would be, you know, it'd be like a cl- trying to trying to stick your tongue out uh, if you were a clam, you know. It would just be bad. <laughs> there would be stuff trying to close down. So um, stick your tongue. that was a lot more visual than I expected it to be. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> so I would probably do a double down is all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I would just go to the stall and sit down on the toilet. Yeah, if you're wearing a skirt, by God. <laughs> you just you need to sit well, down like the rest to, of the people that wear skirts. You need to pee sitting down. Well, see, that's that's the opposite of a kilt, though. You know, as a child, I thought as a child, and uh, I saw a kilt, and I was like, he's wearing a dress. But then you see Braveheart, and you're like, dude, everybody should wear a dress, you know? Um, mm. I don't know. So that's all not I got. At, not at the movie theater. No. I... 13 hours, you know, you don't sit like a lady. Let's just say after a while, <laughs> you're just trying to get air to certain areas. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Maybe man. that's why he wore his kilt. I don't know. Hats off to him. It's because it's so hot in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. So anyway, none of the Avengers wore kilts. Just saying. It's not, that, it's not really money. an action. It's not action wear. No, I, I just yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe somewhere, but well, it just every now and then, I you know, I've never done this in public. I but I might randomly one day want to do a cartwheel. My first, yeah. my first, and, and the um, day that you want to do it, it will be the day you're wearing a kilt. Well, I just don't ever want to miss it, mess that moment up because in my in my uh, luck, as luck would have it, I would probably pause. I would just freeze upside down in my. Gravity, centrifugal <laughs> force would go away and gravity would take over. And I, you know, there's just nothing there unless I had a sign. <laughs> You'll finally be able to pull off that handstand that you've been trying for years. <laughs> something, yeah. <laughs> something would go Wait, awry. I'm doing a handstand. This is awesome. No, it's not. It's not awesome. <laughs> People uh, can see my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I just put an NL cast sticker upside down <laughs> so that it would be right side up, you know. So you, you want to see more of me? You want to hear? Anyway, that's all I got, man. Go ahead. Okay, I mine. I mine is way shorter, but good. It's good. It's not co- funny. It's golden. It's because it's yeah. No, it it is what? <laughs> okay. So I was with my son, and I'm sorry. This is another kid kid one. But you know how they like to make you feel awkward, and I. You know what? I might have told this one already. Do it. I don't know it. Okay. Well, so we were at. McDonald's. I said, you know, I'm going to give you a treat. We're going to go to McDonald's, and um, and and so, so we went to McDonald's to get some ice cream, and we were waiting in line. And there's there's this little kid in front of us with his dad, and um, and we're in a different part of town. Okay, we were we were in a part of town where 
we're we're just different. And okay, it was an African American dad and son. Okay, okay, I don't know how to say it. All right, so, and in in this part of town, they just have a different kind of language. You know, they use words that that we don't use all the time and stuff. And so Johnny, he's he's a friendly little guy, and he's talking to the kid, and he said, "Hey, how you doing? Are you going to get some food?" And the kid responds and says, you know, something along the lines of, "Yes, I'm going to get food." Except he, he's probably about two, maybe two and a half. So his his words hadn't completely formed together yet. Yeah. And 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 he was using a little bit more, you know, g- ghetto language, I guess. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> slang. Slang. There you go. Yes. And so so the kid says, "Yeah, I'm talking And Johnny looks at the kid. He says, "I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish." <laughs> and so, and the and the guy, you know, the dad's just watching the two talk, and and then my son says that, and I just I turn a little bit red, and I say, "I I don't know who this kid is. He just followed me in here." <laughs> my son is racist. Okay, we didn't yeah. raise him that way, but he hates all y'all. Just saying, that's funny. He's got. A Spanish-speaking friend. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't speak Spanish. That's great. It's like he said he's going to get a Happy Meal. It's like one time we were doing we were doing door-to-door stuff with my church, and um, and we we had a couple little black guys with us, little black kids, and uh, they were from that neighborhood, and so we were bringing them with us because they were like, we're going to go find some more of our friends to ride the bus to come to church, you know. And so we got this one family. And a uh, Hispanic gentleman answers the door, and uh, and and he starts speaking in Spanish, you know, and or, or he says hello in English, and and um, and one of the little guys I don't remember his name, but he just rattles off this this greeting in perfect Spanish, and the and the the little the the Hispanic guy gets really you know this happiness comes over him because finally you know in this strange land somebody's speaking my language, so he just rattles off some response and this that and the other, he's telling us everything in Spanish. And I looked down at the kid who had started this whole business, and he had this look of sheer panic on his face. And I realized what he was trying to say through his eyes is, that's the only Spanish this little dude knew. <laughs> and he had opened up this Spanish can of worms or Mexican jumping beans one. And, um, and there was no way to tell this guy, that's all the Spanish we had know. You know we, that's all we know. <laughs> We are screwed. Yeah, I didn't even know how to say that. I just wanted to, to crawl inside a hole, you know, in the ground. But uh, it was <laughs> awesome. We were just like, don't do not do that again. Ever. 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 You know, they, 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 you know, he knew just enough Spanish to be dangerous, is yes. what I'm saying. So. You know you should know two things in Spanish. A greeting, and then you need to know how to say, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. Not, you forgot the baño thing. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You know where the right. bathroom is. Thanks. It. And then don't drink the the water. So. Oh, that's right. There's actually a lot of things that you have to know in Spanish. I tell you, some parts of Atlanta, if you don't speak Spanish or or one of the Asian languages, then you just can't communicate. There you go. For reals. Well, like I said, I, I would love to know. I've said this before. I would love to know Spanish. I would love to have taken some of the languages. But in high school, I was doing good just to pass English. I was having enough trouble with my own language, by God. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. My Spanish teacher called me a gringo, so I thought that was like a good thing until I looked it up. Yeah. It means um, that you are green and you can go somewhere. That's yeah. So I told you I was going to be doing that all day. Hey, speaking of doing something all day, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a great thing when you can talk to somebody. It's even better when you can see them face-to-face, especially in business. That's why we are sponsored by GoToMeeting because we develop trust in the people that we know. But we don't really know someone we can't see. And uh, that can be tough to hurdle in business. I, I know even in the podcast world, people you know hear our voices, but then when they actually see us on the live shows, they're like, hey, that, you don't look like what I thought. And there's a whole different thing communicated when you can see somebody, especially when you're talking about employees and clients that may be around the world. That's why we here at NLCast recommend GoToMeeting with HD Faces. It's a simple online meeting service with group HD video. Helps you get better connected to the people you depend on for success. With GoToMeeting by Citrus, it just takes a webcam and one click to instantly collaborate with your teams or clients in real time from anywhere in the world, even on the go from an iPad. Helps build trust, confidence, and makes meetings more effective. So when I hold an online meeting, I'm going to use GoToMeeting with HD Faces. It's amazing. It's awesome. And it's clear as a bell. 
Start hosting your own face-to-face online meetings today with GoToMeeting. My listeners can try it free for 30 days. So don't wait for the special offer. Just visit GoToMeeting.com, click on Try It Free, and then use a promo code PODCAST. And be sure to use that promo code PODCAST. Tell them nobody's listening sent you. And thank you, Citrix, for your continued support of America's favorite podcast, Nobody's Listening. Amen and amen. Hey, um, I wanted to mention the chat room real quick. Chat room is open every Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And uh, I see a few folks in there tonight. We didn't get a chance to pimp it because I didn't know if the show was going to record tonight due to some technical issues and storming that we had. But Fluffy Rules is in there. J-Man, uh, Miguel, Mr. Jalapeno Pants, and Suspect Somebody, Zone 1010, and a bunch of other random folks. Thank you for joining us. We hope to see you at NLCast.com slash live next Tuesday. You can also sponsor an episode of Nobody's Listening All By Yourself for just five bucks. We'll mention your name. And uh, for $10, we'll read you a message or pimp your show, podcast, or whatever. We'd love to do that for you. And uh, we can do it on the next show. If you'll uh, check it out, go to NLCast.com, click, click on sponsor an episode, and help keep the show going live. Yeah. Hey, uh, and then uh, another way you can help us out is with the uh, purchasing the NLCast iPhone and Android apps in their respective marketplaces for weekly bonus content and um, a lot of love from us. That's it. So... Uh, we've got a couple of additional sponsors I wanted to mention. Really? Um, yeah. Well, there, there are people that listen to the show, and they have something they want to share. One of them is an 18-year-old author, wrote his first book. This is uh, author? Cri- Christopher Corbett wrote a book. Oh, it's called Money Pit, and it's about a washed-up gambler who takes a bunch of kids underground. They have adventures, and, uh, have adventures involving magic, giant cockroaches, mole oh. people. <laughs> and the struggle of growing up. It's on Amazon, Kindle, and Create Space. Just look for the fiery cover. I happen to know that it's only three bucks on Kindle. So yeah. I'm looking forward to checking that out again. It's called Money Pit by Christopher Corbett. It, Corbett, if you've got kids that love to read, or maybe you need something for an airplane flight, check out Money Pit by Christopher Corbett. Check it out today. Also, uh, NeverShaveABear.com. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) It began as a simple drawing, and now you can own your own Never Shave a Bear t-shirt or submit your own Never Blank a Blank drawings. (laughs) So never never wash a a Sasquatch, you know? Never eat a porcupine. Yeah. Never dance on a monkey. It's just good behavior. Never never play with a monkey that throws hockey. Um, but NeverShaveABear.com. Check it out. It's one of our listeners and uh, something he's doing. You need to check it out just to find out what the heck Never Shave a Bear looks like. That's what you need to do. I'm curious. I'm totally curious. I hope it doesn't take me to a naughty website. No. Never Shave a Bear would never, never do that. Featured Story. Yeah. All right. It's time for the feature story. I haven't done one for a while because, as I've mentioned pre-show, Nobody's Listening was based on stories that my brother and I did originally. You remember those days? Yeah. The early teens. and um, That would be episode 1 through 22, and yeah. then you started getting other people's stories. Yeah, and um, it's hard to come by stories these days. I, I'm almost thought, you know, is it is it time to go back and retell some of the classic stories? I don't know. So a lot of times I, you know, rely on John or, uh, you know, our third chair host that seems to be a little more fluid to, to fill in the gaps. But I definitely got one I want to share. And it's mostly, it's not a rant. It is a story. I'm going to try to keep it within the, the story uh, genre there. But this is a story I'd like to dub my Avengers Adventure. Your um, Avengers Adventure. This is the... Um, we need some good theme music for this. Yeah, let me see. Um Adventures Adventure. That's it right there. Because it was doom. It's a story of doom. It's a story of doom. Oh, no. Because even though I mentioned earlier the the actual event was absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, six movies: Captain America. I'm sorry, Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America. Uh, what else? Oh, and then oh. the Avengers. It was uh, it was absolutely awesome. It's a lot of fun. But um, I had purchased my tickets about a month and a half in advance on um, AMC Theater's website. You're uh, excited. I purchased, yeah, I was very excited. I, I got them well in advance, you know, taking care of business, getting that thing done. I I'd, I'd bought it 
using my PayPal debit card. Because I've got this card that allows me to pay, you know, with my PayPal account. But because uh, I keep my money separate uh, when I make, when I do artwork and stuff like that through drawyourpicture.com, I kind of keep it separate. That way, if the podcast has some, some needs, if a, if a, if a, because, because the donations are nice, but they just pay for the hosting and the day to day stuff. If something breaks down or I need a new mic or whatever, that's where, you know, draw your picture comes in to help me out. So I keep that stuff separate. And if, and if randomly Marvel decides to put together this massive, amazing 17 hour, you know, event, I, I need, you know, I need, need something I need that to get money. it from. Special fund. Exactly. Special fund fund. And uh, so that's that's what that is. And, you know, I've actually taken heat for that from some of my wife's friends because they're like, how come he gets his own, his own, uh, his own <laughs> credit card? Yeah, he gets his own account. That is terrible. It should be y'all's money. You should share everything. And she's real quick to tell them it's not, it's not what you think. It's actually a limit. It's a limiting thing because once he runs out of money, he can't spend no more. Uh <laughs> Because, you know, if if I just had the general fund, man, oh, dear God, then, you know, I could be buying tickets for friends and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But it actually helps me to really, really manage my money. I wasn't always great at it. So anyway, let's get the, the frustrating slash funny stuff. Funny to you, frustrating to me. So fast forward, a couple of months go by, and, um, and it's time for the event. I wake up super early in the morning. I'm going to get down there at 9 o'clock, even though the doors open at 1130. Okay. You got there two hours early. Two hours early. All right. I wow. wanted to get there. I wanted to be one of the first ones. I, I drive um, from St. Petersburg all the way across the gigantic bridge that connects to our sister city, Tampa, Florida. Um, I finally find this place. I have to pay uh, about a dollar fifty in tolls just to get to this theater. Oh. That comes in. That comes in handy later. Just keep track of that amount in your mind. Dollar fifty, dollar in tolls. Okay, tolls. I get there. I pull in. There's parking lot is virtually empty. There may be ten cars, and there's about twenty five people in line already. So I am definitely Whoa, two hours early, dude. And there's a camera crew there. There's people in costumes. You know everything that gets you so excited. I start standing in line, and I'm thinking, you know what? I probably need to go up to the kiosk because I, don't, you know, I'm so hi- hyper. I don't even think. I can't think straight. Go to the kiosk to get my tickets. You know, I'm like, because they're going to, they're going to, you know, this line's great, but this is not the line to get your tickets. This is the line to get in the place. These guys yeah. have them. So I go up to the kiosk. I swipe my card. <sighs> in the beginning of the worst moments of my life began. Oh, no. Okay. And this is saying a lot because my dad, my stepdad used to hit me a lot. And, um, <laughs> and so this is worse than that. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, so here's the deal. I go swipe my card and it says, you can't, you, we, we can't find anything, you know, try another card <clears throat> or whatever. So I grab my, my, I'm like, okay, no big deal. Maybe I just remembered it wrong. Maybe I just remembered it wrong. I will, um, I'll swipe my main credit card. I go, I swipe that joker. It says nothing, nothing. <gasps> I go back oh, to no. the PayPal. Cause I'm like, no, I knew, I knew that this one was right. Maybe, maybe there's just some issue because it's a debit card. So I swipe it again. Um, uh, you know, a couple buttons later, it says the same thing, nothing. Uh, I go back to another card. I'm like, surely I didn't use this one. This is the home debit card comes straight out of the account our main credit card now our main account i never use this but i'm gonna right. i'm kind of starting to feel like things are out of control i gotta i gotta check this out nothing i go back to my main credit card swipe nothing at this point it puts up a new message and it says you can't swipe this anymore this is a credit card you can't swipe it it's not, we don't even like it anymore we hate your credit card your, your credit card is dumb this little kiosk this kiosk just now turned into a freaking dialect you know and it and it and it just destroyed, <laughs> exterminated my card. So I'm I'm <laughs> very back to you shredded. I, I might as well have, you know, because it's dead. You know, AMC theaters is past judgment on my credit card is no longer an, an issue. So um I'm like, what the heck? What do I do? You know, what do I do? The place isn't even open yet. Well, they I about that time they open the front doors and they're like, they come out and they tell me, they tell everybody, we're about to let you guys in early. And we're going to let you get your seats. And that is usually the best news ever. But the yeah. guy that doesn't have tickets is freaking out because I'm like, holy, holy crap. You know, I, I'm supposed to be in there. So 15 minutes later, I don't even remember what I did during this 15 minutes. I think I started trying to call. I called, um, I'd bought the tickets through 
uh, what is it called? Um, it's probably better that I can't remember the name because all I'm going to do is rag them out. Fandango. Fandango. <laughs> speaking of reading in, speaking of reading into names, let's let's break that one down. Fan. Okay. You know, I'm a fan Yay. of movies. Dang. Dang. Oh, you saw. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fan dang you is what it, man, it means. <laughs> because if you're a fan of movies, dang you. We're going to make your life Hades is what we're going to do. Because that's what they did. I started getting on the phone and they're like, hey, you know, um, we're we're going to put you on hold for seven days and um, and we'll get around to you. And and there's no update. You know, you're you're in a line of thirty thousand. You're next after thirty thousand people are done. There's no updates about you know. Hey, mm. thanks for waiting on the line. We'll be with you in five seconds um, or fifteen minutes. You know, nothing. There's no kind of way to know. And I'm freaking out. And I don't have an iPad. I don't have another way to get online. I, I hang up on them and I start logging on to the website through my phone. I knew I should have brought my dumb iPad, but I didn't. I was like, why would I need an iPad? So I, I start trying to check my emails because I'm thinking I got, surely I got a verification email. I can't find anything. I log into the other account. I can't, can't find anything. Um, and, and, and uh, so finally they let everybody inside, you know, they're telling us we got special 3d glasses for you guys. Um, there, there's Iron Man, there's Thor, there's Hulk, special glasses for you guys, Hawkeye glasses, and you guys get them and you're going to also get some sort of gift pack and then you're going to get some tickets and we're going to let you in and find a good seat. 20 people in line in front of me. By now there's 50 people in line. They let everybody in and I actually stupidly, just some, something in me made me stand in line because I didn't know what else to do. And I was, so I jumped in the back of the line. I walked all the way up and they're taking tickets. And I stop in front of the ticket guy and just turn around, walk away. I can't do anything. Um, no. So I start trying to deal with a guy behind the counter because finally I'm inside. And, uh, and, and, and the guy is mean, okay? Why, I don't know what it is with me. When I need help, you remember the Disney story. I go in and I try to mm-hmm. talk to a Norwegian lady and she yells at me and she has news for me. Well, this guy, he didn't have any news for me at all. He didn't have anything to tell me. He, he gave me a number to call. And I'd already been calling this number. Um, it, it actually, he gave me a number and it said, if you're an employee, then hang on. But if you're not, you need to call this other number. And so he gave me the wrong number. I, I call and, I'm, and, and again, I, it's so stupid. But I would call and when I was calling and waiting on the phone, I was like, I should be looking on my email. And whenever I was on the email, I'd be like, I should call and wait on hold. Okay, so now at this point, an hour has gone by. Okay, an entire hour is gone. The guy behind the counter. An hour? Yeah, it's been an hour I, I, between looking things up. I've even been on the phone with my wife trying to get her to check my email and log on to Fandango.com because Fandango says, we've got no record of you having bought Jack or Squat and you have no account with us at all. And so I'm thinking maybe it's just my phone. And I and it just occurred to me, it just came to me that if I was at a computer, a real computer, then I could possibly find this thing. So I got in my car. I didn't want to leave. Dear God, I'd gotten there so early. I got in my car and I made I got on the phone and I and I waited online, you know, waited on hold the whole way home. Half an hour, you know, to go home. But no I was way. desperate. I was desperate. I were going home. To go look to use a computer. Oh. I couldn't think of anything else to do. I thought maybe a Best Buy. But Best Buys don't, you know, they don't open till yeah. 10, you know, and stuff like that. So anyway. So I, I get on and I'm and I'm dollar fifty in tolls. So do the math, three bucks now. Uh, I'm not way. liking this story. So um, you know, it's been I'm about halfway home, about three quarters of the way. I'm on the giant long bridge. Song has played going over the bay. The going over the bay. Uh, uh, the song has played a hundred times. The lady has come on to just thank me for being a member of Fandangu, and um. <laughs> which I wasn't apparently. And I hear, hello, this is Christy. Uh, how can I help you? And I'm like, Hey, yes. Hello. Hello. She said, can I have your account? I'm like, yeah, well, that's the thing I don't. And then beep, beep, beep. Lost oh, no. signal on the flipping bridge. Everybody. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, yes, exactly. I was, I just laughed. I was laughing. I was like, apparently some deity is involved that, that doesn't oh, want man. me to watch these movies does not want me to enjoy them. And it, and it was so awkward, you know, it was so weird because I literally prayed on the way there. I was like, Lord, thank you 
this opportunity because I'd been stressed out. I'd been working a lot, you know. I'm like, just let this be a day of peace and relaxation. Just help me to have. And (laughs) and it was like somebody hijacked my prayer and said, we we will devise a plan to destroy this man's faith. (laughs) The Lord no longer hears your prayer. And in that moment, in the middle of that bridge, when that lady came on and hope flooded my soul, yes, hallelujah, they do answer the phone. And they beep, beep. Oh, that's the worst sound ever. I just laughed. I just cackled like a schoolgirl. No, you didn't. Like a crazy person. I did. I. You have to laugh. I don't know. It was a. It was a maniacal laugh. I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> it was the kind of laugh that you know, if I'd stopped, I would have just veered off into the bay. But um, you know, after telling after telling people this story locally, every St. Peter's Bergian has told me, oh, yeah, yeah, they drops calls in the middle of the bridge. Everybody knows that. I'm like, Aah. yeah. I didn't. I could have now. stopped. I could have pulled over, you know, something. But anyway, so I get home. I log on. Uh, oh, well, I immediately, oh, it was the hardest thing in the world to redial that number and wait through the opening message and start to hear that stupid music again. It was like one flew over the cuckoo's nest type stuff you know just crazy time i had to listen to the dumb song again and it's not like and i realized it's not a random thing it is a it is a track that just plays and predetermined lady comes in to thank you for waiting and patience and all this kind of stuff which i had none she was not a psychic at all so i i finally you know (laughs) 25 minutes later i get home i'm looking online i'm having the same results fandango knows nothing of me no i'm searching in google uh, google Google email, you know, cause, cause you can keyword search any email from like 2005 and all the way back, nothing, nothing from Fandango, no verification, no nothing. The lady on the line's telling me, you know, um, Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure you have your verification number. I don't have anything. I'm like, I all I could find, all I could find was a PayPal email that said I did send 40 something dollars to oh. this, you know, to, to Fandango. So I had that. Which the guy behind the counter was completely unimpressed with, by the way, um, oh. back at the thing. Of so, course. So finally, Becky gets back on the phone, man. She's, she's happy. She's, <laughs> she's thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely, absolutely thrilled. I, I tell her my situation. She's like, oh, that's no problem. I'm sorry. I, you know, did you check your, 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 your trash and your spam? I'm like, yes, yes. It's been an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes by now. Um, of course I have. Of course I did. And she says, oh, well, here, let me just look it up. And then she says what every person says. The computer's moving a little slow today. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Fine. I'm moments from maniacally cackling through the phone again. <laughs> so she gives me. I've got your number. Okay, here it is. You have this number. And um, she had me write down a number. And I actually still have this uh, very piece of paper <laughs> right here. Let me, let me read oh, that verification number to you. A000111. Three seven two five. I'm like, okay, cool, awesome, thank you, dude. I'm like, why did I come all the way home for that? I could have just stayed on the phone and gotten this information. So I get in the car, dude. peeling out, dude. I got 30 minutes till the show starts. Get you know, uh, fast forward. I drive 30 more minutes back. Another dollar fifty. What's the total now? <laughs> Four fifty. Yeah. Oh. Pull That's up. almost the price of one of your tickets. I pull up. The uh, parking lot is absolutely full. No good parking spaces now. I'm I'm 500 cars back, you know, three rows oh. over. I walk through the hot sun all the way up to the car, uh, all the way up from the car to the front thing. Guy's still there, mean mean man. Mean man, mean AMC guy who who hates his job. He's probably 50-something, you know, just, just bitter. Yes. Bitter he works with, with teenagers with no high school diploma, you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, I got this. By this time, there's a line. There's a line of people that are having problems with that kiosk, that the stupid dialect kiosk outside. And so I, I slam down this thing. Bam, here it is right here. He looks it up. He types it in. I'm waiting. He's like, uh, can you read that to me? Because he asked me a, you know, a little question about it. <laughs> types it in again. He says, you know what? This is a verification number for a ticket purchased about two months ago. That stupid lady on that stupid line, after about an hour of waiting on the phone, had given me a confirmation number from a ticket that I had purchased for a movie I saw with my wife three oh. months back. Oh. 
going to get any worse, you know? Please tell me this you're making this is one of No, this actually stories. happened. The movie is oh starting. Gosh. You Iron didn't Man tell me this on the phone. Iron Man is being shot at. Okay? He is taking shrapnel. I am not in there. The movie 13 hours, 17 hours of movies, 13 hour movie time, 17 hour total time had started. I was not there. I'd been there. I had you people didn't have coming. Your special glasses. You didn't have your special. Well, and I had two buddies because it wasn't just me. It was another guy that I bought tickets for. So eighty oh. plus dollars, and then another guy that was supposed to be coming. They were coming. They, I'd supposed to have been saving seats for him. You know, <gasps> movie had started. It was packed, sold out. So anyway, um, he decides now. Suddenly, he wants to be helpful. He gets on this phone and he says, "I'm calling for you. Calling for you." Like, like, why couldn't you have done that two hour, you know, an hour and a half ago, two hours because ago? Because the movie hasn't started yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's emergency status now. You know, I drove all the way home and back and blah, blah, blah. So, um, anyway, they, he finally puts me on the phone. He puts me on the phone with a guy, and, and the rest is a blur. I can't, can't recall what happened because I said, all I have is I have that I paid money, you know, from PayPal for this. And at this point, I'm thinking, I just want my money back. You know, I just want my money back. If, if, if you can't give me the tickets, cause it is sold out. If I, if I paid the money and you don't have record that I paid the ticket, I at least want my money back. You know, I want that. And I'm, and I'm the only thing that's keeping me sane through this is I'm, I, I get to tell this story on the show. That's the only thing. <laughs> like the worse it gets, the better show it makes. Right. You know, but at this point I'm just, I'm just, I'm almost depressed. You know, I'm just, Oh, it was supposed to be this wonderful day. So finally, long story short, they, um, he, he reads off another number. And uh, the man, um, the guy on the phone, to his credit, said, I'm not going to get off this phone with you until you get your ticket. Oh. And um, he turned from Mr. Cranky to Mr. No, no, awesome. no. No, this is the guy on the phone. This is from oh. Grand Central Fandango, dang you, Central. He, he's going <laughs> to wait on the phone because the man, the butt man, had given me the phone, the, the official okay. company phone line. He wasn't even going to deal with him. So I, I had to deal with him. So... Anyway, so he, he read off his dumb thing. He finally prints out my tickets, and I, I go inside, and, and there's Tony Stark um, being uh, – actually, by this point in the movie, he, he had already built the flipping Iron oh. Man suit and, and was being shot out of the sky, more or less, you know, where he crash lands. Yeah. And I got a wonderful seat, though. You know, it just shows you how good uh, fate can be. It was the front row. All the way to the right, there was one seat, two seats left, and I sat oh, in that, man. and my 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 neck got a cramp. That was terrible. For seventeen hours, you sat. Well, no, for one movie, and that was enough. After that, I got to sit in the middle of the front row. Third movie, some people moved, and we we moved three rows back, and that's where I sat for the rest of the time. Uh, was three rows back in the center, uh, in the front oh. section, looking straight up. That's Thor. the devil section. It is, but you know what? It was better. It was better. Better than nothing. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. Can't yeah. remember what the last movie I saw in that that hell seat that you had. I'm sorry. I mean the bad seat that you had. <laughs> so that's my story. Right. It's the story of the Avengers Adventure. Yeah, what? exactly. Uh, so uh, let's let's read some uh, stuff. Ouch. Email. Thank you for calling. No, the rest of it was great by the time it was over. I mean, the movie Avengers was so good, you know? Yeah, it was good. And um, it, it was covered a multitude of sins. Um, I got a guy, I had a voicemail. It was really long. Um, it had a bunch of stuff in there that um, was good, good stuff, but not show content. You know, it was just questions and stuff. But one of the questions he asked me was he wanted to know about the featured story music that was way back in the day before I had the voiceover guy. And, um, wow. yeah, I know. Right. So I, I looked it up and, uh, it is the, it was this song right here. I'm playing a little bit of it. It's, um, he says, he says he wanted to know the song because the only part that he heard was the part that says the greatest story ever told. <laughs> and, um, play a little bit and I'll tell you. This is uh, a band called Five Iron Frenzy, and the song 
It's called The Greatest Story Ever Told. I'll get it, get it through the, uh, for the chorus for you. Okay, here it goes. All right, so he said he loved it, man. He just loved that part. He would listen to it over and over again. He didn't know what the song was. He's looked everywhere. It's called The Greatest Story Ever Told. It's by Five Iron Frenzy, and it's off the album All the Hype Money Can Buy. So I thought I'd share that with everyone. That is, that's cool. And that, and didn't somebody we know do the cover art for that? Mm, not that particular album. Okay. But Doug Tenable did a lot of the album artwork for almost all of the other Five Iron Frenzy albums. Yeah, Doug Tenable, creator of Earthworm Jim, personal friend of Ethan Nicole, creator of Axe Cop and Bear Mageddon, personal friend of uh, John and I. So well, yes, so kind of you know, and we six had degrees. we had well no first degree we we met and had dinner with Doug Tenable, remember at that yes, little jazz did. club in in California. So yep. That was cool. Uh, Elizabeth Wright. Oh, it was very groovy, super groovy, more groovy than I was actually comfortable with. Um, cause I'm not that groovy. When I was about six, my dad was the main guy in charge of Royal Rangers at my church. We had Royal Rangers for the boys and daisies for the girls, but I hated daisies and I don't know why I just did. This girl didn't want to be in daisies. So for some reason, my dad would let me come to Royal Rangers. I would say the pledge with all the boys and eventually they grew used to me. Uh, one day in the <laughs> summer though, we went to survival camp and I guess at that camp, they suddenly realized I was a girl. Well, heck yeah, it's survival camp, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got take a shower in the river and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be very obvious that, you know, not that, not that girls can't survive. It's just, it's like, no, a, no, it's just, you know, it's just different stuff. Yeah. You know, stuff. Because they told me to get some firewood in the forest. And when I came back, they left me. <laughs> so I was only six and I had no idea what to do. Eventually I found them and I ran up to them and I, I told them I wasn't lost anymore, but they all ignored me. All the boys ignored me. And every time I'd say something, they would just pretend I wasn't there. So finally, I screamed as loud as I, as I could, and my dad came to see what was wrong. I told him that Nathan, one of the boys, had tried to hurt me in the forest. <gasps> I just lied. He protested <laughs> that he didn't, but I kept saying that, yes, you did. Yes, you did. You hurt me in the forest. <laughs> and and uh, my dad told him that he had broken the secret code of the Royal Rangers, and the he had to go code. home. I never knew about the secret code of the Royal Rangers. It was a really good secret code, I guess. Yeah. But uh, he had broken the whole code and he had to go home. Let me just tell you that nobody ever figured out what I did. And now Nathan hates me to this day and tries oh, to get man. back at me every chance he gets. And my church got rid of Royal Rangers. <laughs> Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth destroyed an entire ministry of her church through a lie. <laughs> oh, man. And now she's coming clean on nobody listening. That's right. I tell you what, you know, <laughs> Elizabeth, you need to be here. careful because when you come clean on nobody's listening, the person that you dissed listens to the next episode and hears it. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. it's happened before, hasn't it, John? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't a diss, though. It was a clown was letdown. A, no, it was you coming clean. Yeah. I never said it was a diss. It was just a. a That's right. Coming you, clean. But you dissed her, you know, by That's breaking true. up with her dressed as a clown. Sorry, Trisha. When I was at a friend's house, Tonight with my sister, um, there were two candles burning at our table, uh, the dinner table. My sister was complaining about how horrible they smelled, so we blew them <laughs> out. Man, dude, I hate candles, man. Freaking. Do you? Well, anything that's like perfumey, I'm cool. Uh -huh. I'm cool with natural smells, and I say I say natural, um, like cookie, cookie and stuff like that. But if it's yeah, perfumey, like and... yeah, if it's perfumey or something. Just poke me in the nose. It's just it's terrible. <laughs> um, anyway, so she picks up one of the candles and she tilted it because they were like, she didn't believe it smelled. So she went to sniff it and tilted it. I started saying I didn't think it was scented. And suddenly I realized I'd tipped that candle a little too far, a little too soon. And I dripped hot wax all over my shirt, onto my hand, on my upper lip, and onto what? the tablecloth. <laughs> and on my nice juicy piece of steak that they had handcrafted for me. I rushed to the bathroom burning to clean off this hot wax. And I realized as I started pulling it off that I had removed all the hair from my lip off in one section. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, some people pay good money to do that. Yeah, my friend said it was my first waxing. So <laughs> I don't know whether that candle is scented, she says, but I can tell you that it wasn't flavored because it was <laughs> also in my mouth. An Australian listener, McGinnis. Love awesome. That. 
Love that name. Sent from my iPad via your awesome app. Well, there you go, people. Go get there the app. Done. Ugh. It's worth the whatever it costs to get it. See? My story happened when I was five or six. I just moved to a new house, and I was watching my dad build something in my yard. It was in July or August, so it was really hot out. I had a glass of water sitting on a board that my dad was using. I took a sip, and I was going to set it down. I saw some dirt on that board, trying to be helpful. I went to wipe off the board, and as soon as I did, all I felt was pain in my hand. (laughs) Why did it hurt that I helped? It was helpful, and it hurt. It was so little, I didn't know what was happening. (laughs) I turned and looked at my hand. I saw a giant splinter stuck through my hand back and forth (laughs) like a needle in and out and in again. (laughs) (laughs) Then I had to go and I had to wait two agonizing hours till my mom came home to get it out from Bart. Oh, he got Bart. That's awful. You know what the name of that splinter was? Fandango. (laughs) 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 That's good, right? Yes. Oh, Fandang you. Oh. I'm not a fan. Let me just say that. I did sign up for a dumb account because, by God, at least they're going to tell me to my face that we don't know about your emails and your your <laughs> stuff. But I swear they never sent me a, 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 a you know a confirmation email. You'll find it tomorrow. No, it's not there, dude. I have scoured the web. It's the deep web, the old the web. web. Yeah, oh. like stuff that doesn't even link to anything. Anyway, this is blackout Stop, girl. Please. She says, I have a story from a few weeks ago. I was in Spanish taking, talking to my friend Claire. Espanol. The night before I got out about three hours of sleep, so I was really groggy. I was tired, bad mood, weird sense mm. of humor, she says. She noticed that I was this way, so she comes up to me, and she asked if I was okay. And I said, yeah, I'm just a little on edge today. And she says, what? <laughs> Why do you feel Amish? <laughs> just a little Amish today. <laughs> So <laughs> it works. It yeah. works. <laughs> just a little on edge today. What are you Amish? She says. So with that, rather than explaining in my weird sense of humor, I just slowly reply. I look up at her. Well, I just got to bed at four in the morning. I woke up at seven. I saw I had a beard and a funny hat on. <laughs> also, my TV, iPod, and cell phone were gone. So she gives me a weird look, and I explain the situation. And we both start laughing at our craziness. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for all the podcasts. Love it. All, and, awesome. and love to all my buddies in the chat room, Blackout Girl. So there you go. That's funny. You can say that one on me. You can be just like, uh, this uh, Phil Amish today. Just Law and Ash. Phil Amish? <laughs> what? How does, that, how does an Amish feel? Uh, Phil Amish today. Well, me and Yoder just finished plowing the back 40 hey, with the horse you? here. Hey, get a, <laughs> get a scooter. What, nope, a buggy. Can't do that. Whatever. <laughs> I'm one of the few people in charge of running PowerPoint at my church. Yes. We still PowerPoint. use PowerPoint. Ugh. Hey, it's in. Whoops. <laughs> I still use PowerPoint. And I think the Amish have moved past PowerPoint. <laughs> you must know Blackout Girl. Yeah. It says I was checking for things such as typos and stuff, and I came across the word rewarder. Rewarder. Try say that one, man. Re- rewarder. Rewarder. Um, just, you know, say that carefully from the song, um, only a God like you. Okay. So the rewarder song was in there. Word was in this song. It had a little red zigzag that appeared underneath it, indicating it was a spelling error. You know, if it's not in a dictionary, it's wrong. So I did a little right clicky on it and there were no other suggestions. So I left it unchanged, or at least I thought I did. When the song started to roll live there in the service and we got to the chorus, I gasped in horror as the chorus read, To only my maker, my father, restorer, rebuilder, retarder. (laughs) 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 To only a God like you do I give my praise. And it (laughs) wasn't only on that slide, by God, it changed it for every occurrence of that word. No! Honestly, though, I have to say one thing. Broke you! (laughs) So that didn't really happen, but I did right-click on a rewarder, and retarder was one of the options, and I have to confess that I was very tempted to change it, but I didn't. If you think about it, it would make sense. God made Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego flame retardant, so (laughs) flame-proof, so when they were thrown in the furnace. So I guess you could say that the Lord is my retarder. Thanks, guys. Dr. Louie. Amen. 
<laughs> that would that would have been so funny. <laughs> I've put some typos in there before. Yeah, but they weren't retard retarders. <laughs> They're just misspellings uh, of names. Did I tell you about the time I was doing a puppet? And um, yeah, I was doing a puppet, and my puppet house started falling down right in front of you know three hundred kids. <laughs> and uh, this is terrible. You know, you don't want them to see, you know, you're trying to keep the puppet secret alive. Yeah, you, know? you got to keep the, you know, the magic. Yeah. And uh, so people are, people jump up, adult leaders jump up, and they're they're behind stage trying to steady it. And the whole thing starts moving around. And my puppet, you know, when I'm doing puppets or characters, man, it's like a totally different thing, you know. It's yeah, like, they hey, take over, right? Yeah, he's talking like this, and he's like, hey, you know. And, and and I'm not I, I feel ir- unresponsible for the things that they say because it's a whole different personality, right? <laughs> Something that may maybe you don't understand. But uh suddenly this character said, if the, if the puppet stage a rocking, don't holler knocking, you know. And uh <laughs> and at that time, Pastor James, you know, realized the guy that has the hand up the puppet and saying these <laughs> words realized what that actually meant and uh I was very thankful that I was a children's pastor at that moment because not one child got that at all. So. <laughs> but all the adults that were running up there were going to tackle you, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> James and John, I'm an LBB for life. This summer I got signed up as a volunteer for water days during VBS at my church. I had a specific station all week. My station wasn't a water station, but a jump rope relay station. The kids had to jump rope around a cone and back and then hand the jump rope to the next kid. Well, this particular day, it was first graders, and the race had begun. The first little boy couldn't do the jump rope, couldn't do it. And when he got back from around the cone, he cried. I looked at him with all the love in my heart, and I just dug deep for the words that would comfort him. And I thought I'd relate to him, so I told him that it was okay and that I was bad at it, too. <laughs> I sucked, too. And that is something you never want to say to a little kid that you are bad and I'm as bad as you are. That only made him cry more. (laughs) I felt so horrible. I was so happy to learn that I never had to do that station again. So if you have a boo button, please play it. it. No, I don't have a boo button, but I have this. You don't say that to first graders. That's Ashley from Texas. So yeah, I, I, you know, don't feel bad, little Johnny. I suck too. (laughs) You suck and I suck. My son was in first grade this year. Oh, uh, so was mine. Really? Yeah. Well, my daughter, you know, the female oh. version of a son. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> female version of a son. Yeah. My daughter asked me what female meant today. I felt like a sexist. I was like, it's like a male, only fee. You know, it's fee. <laughs> fee, five, four, female. Yeah. It means something. It means I'm something sure. other than dude. It's like opposite of a dude. It's not as good. You know, it's just, I felt <laughs> terrible. <laughs> There's some fee in there. I don't know what fee is. Fee, see, fee, come. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't <laughs> name you. Leave me alone. Shut up, you little brat. You're only in first grade. <laughs> hey, you. Get out. You never got to see the first part of Avengers. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So I was babysitting, that's the last one. Um, I was babysitting my friend's two-year-old the other day. He had decided to strip down to nothing but his pull-ups and run around. It was like a House of Pain song. Strip down and pull-ups and run around. Run around. So he pointed at the front of his pull-ups, and he asked me, who is this? The character was Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. He kept running around the living room, and he bumped in the edge of the couch right on his hooky. And he looks at me and he points to his pull-up and he says, I hurt my Patrick Starr. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would make a great sound bite. I got kicked in the Patrick Starr. Uh, are you super squeaky? Yes, you are now. <laughs> You'll be that way for the rest of your life, kid. Thanks uh, to Laurel for that, that nugget. No, oh. no pun intended. All right. My Patrick Starr. Oh. That's the show, kids. That's going to be it. Uh, did you have a good time, John? I did. I still feel bad about your Avengers stuff. <laughs> well, here's what you do. You dress up as a clown, come over to my house, <laughs> get down on one knee and apologize. <laughs> I'll fix it. 
So this episode is brought to you by Fandango. (laughs) (laughs) Fandarn it. Because they're going to sponsor us now. Uh, The website, check it out, podcast.nlcast.com. Email us, james at nlcast.com. Call us, 209-5-NLCAST. We are all out of of new stories, by the way. I just breezed through all the new ones. We got backlogs, but if you want something in the show, good chance that this week could be it if you email me. Okay? Facebook and Twitter, you know where we're at. Join us live shows Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Leave us an iTunes review. And check out all of the new NLCast network shows at NLCast.com. And I say new because we've put up some classic content. Remember that little show side project we did called Broke Ya? That's now downloadable at NLCast.com again for the first time in a long time. You can also check out Podcast Starter. It's a classic show from the NLCast archives right there at NLCast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Rob Gobers for our theme music, Spouses for letting us record, our contributors and everyone who listens. And uh, thanks, chat room, again. Remember, if uh, when you tell a funny life story, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Tell it like nobody's listening. Yeah.